Gola Shea number seven. So we're going to take a sidestep from our usual text this morning. It's Tubishvat. How does Gola and Tubishvat, how do they relate to each other? So the following ideas come from Harav Shlomo Avinah in Tal Kherman. And he, in a, in a stunning chapter on Tubishvat, draws our attention to the fact that in the Amida prayer, we have two brachot that are juxtaposed to each other. We have Bari Chaleinu, the blessing for, for sustenance, for the land itself, juxtaposed to Tekar B'Shofar Gadol Redemption. When the land blossoms, when the land provides food, when the land responds to the presence of the Jewish people on it, that is a sign that redemption has started and redemption is on the way. The rabbis taught us to understand the Pasuk, You have to follow the Lord your God. We have to cleave with God. How is it possible, ask the rabbis rhetorically, that a human being can cleave to God, can go up to heaven and stick close to the Shekhinah, the Holy Divine Presence? It's not possible. Pasuk says, It's a fire that consumes you, so we'll get burnt. How do we do that? But rather, we have to copy the behavior of Hashem. What is the behavior of Hashem? In the very beginning of the world, as the Torah tells us that Hashem bothered himself engaged with agriculture. Hashem planted a garden in Eden. So when we come into the land of Israel, we're meant to first of all start off by planting. And in fact, when you come into the land and you plant, and then the Torah continues to describe all the various laws that will then result from having produced our own food in our holy land. Imagine people think that holiness is only associated with fasting and prayer and scriptural study. The Torah comes along and presents to us the most incredible concept that holiness can be found in eating an item of food that you've grown in the in Israel. The land of Israel, you put it in the ground and it has a innate holiness. The land is a holy land. So what grows in it becomes holy. I mean, there are all these procedures we have to do to separate to the Kohanim, to the Levium, and then a regular Israel can then enjoy the fruit. But we have, but when you're planting, it's not just a, you need to do it for utilitarian reasons that you have to produce food. And there's a purpose to planting is to get food. The purpose of planting actually is to emulate Hashem, something divine and godly in doing just that. But what if you're bothered by a fundamental question? What's more important? Studying Torah, surely Torah study, fasting, praying, Mitzvah is way more important than, than being a farmer, play, playing in the mud, putting seeds, worrying about the thorns and the, and the weeds. How can that be important? Well, the, really, the, the answer is very simple. So, so Avina, a person has to do everything in their power. Lichvod Hashem, Lichvod in honor of God and in honor of the nation. And that's what we have to do. So a person that plants, because he recognizes there's divine purpose, someone who wants to build the land, sustain the nation, they're acting in a godly fashion. Someone who learns because they enjoy being honored and respected and people stand up for them and they like being consulted because they're the authority. The Torah, the Torah knowledge is not in honor of God, but it's in honor of themselves. And in fact, the Torah study definitely will not be anywhere close to the exalted levels of a person who plants in the land, produces the fruit in order to emulate Hashem and to look after the Jewish people. The prophet Yechezkel in chapter 36 Describes a terrible scene where there'll be exile and the, the land will be desolate and everything will be destroyed. But then there'll be better times ahead. But you, O mountains of Israel, will give forth your branch and bear your fruit for my people Israel, for they are soon to come. For behold, I am, I am with you and I will turn my attention to you. And you will be tilled and you will be sown. 
I'll make my people numerous upon you, the entire house of Israel, all of it. The cities will be inhabited and the ruins will be rebuilt. I will multiply man and animal upon you. They will multiply and will be fruitful. And I will make you inhabited as in your earlier times and I will make it better than it was at your beginning. Then you will know that I am Hashem. I will cause man to walk upon you, my people Israel, and they will inherit you. Then you will be for theirs a possession. You will no longer be bereaved of them. Let us pray unto Bishvat that we should witness the fulfillment of that verse Pesukim in their entirety. The land should blossom and be filled with people because there's su sufficient food to sustain an entire nation and no one should go hungry. There should be no poverty and there should be no blind people to recognize that when the hand of God makes the land of Israel bloom, that is an indication that we're in the period of Reshitz Michat Gulatenu, the beginning of the flowering of our redemption. Let's pray in Daven today that we shall see the end of it, the fulfillment of all those prophecies. Amen. Have a very good day.